This is a HeadGum Podcast. Just sing it, man. The Just... woman's work, you want to yeah. play that? Yeah. yeah. Don't. <laughs> oh, shit. Hold on. I got I got <clears throat> You can't hit the note. Oh, I can. Oh, listen, Max. Oh, can I tell y'all a story about freaking Maxwell? He's hot? Is that the story? I mean, no, it is that. Theory? But, like, yeah. Maxwell, uh, my ex used to love Maxwell. Wait, who's Maxwell? Uh, the oh, singer get with the. Out of here. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> that, say, we have a black man on the that, show. You got to get your shit together, man. <laughs> like, like, we need bullshit before we you ain't going to fuck this up. Okay? Okay? Listen, I feel like I pushed the boundaries of black women listening to the show with Yo, this I, thing. I listen to Backstreet Boys. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, listen. What? Maxwell was the first. I mean, I know Lenny was important, but Maxwell was the black dude with the fro. Like the okay. nappy fro, but it was cool. You know what I'm saying? Got it. Women loved him. <laughs> like, yeah, you're right. I'm gonna hit it before we stop. Before we finish it's this, it's hard. It's a hard note to hit. Oh, I gotta look the song up now. Max, he's the one. Which song? Which song did he sing? That was the, the one they, they make in love to. Yeah, yeah, when they make love. When they make love. When they make love. I will. Oh yeah. I mean, listen, man. I like Maxwell. But Maxwell, I think Maxwell tried to take my girl once. I ain't gonna say your name. But you know the Maxwell story, okay? And the thing is, if, you, if Maxwell tries to have sex with your girl, who are you yelling at? I'm, I'm yelling at Maxwell because Maxwell cool and like if Maxwell tries to have sex. With, to I'm saying, he, man, listen, you don't know, man. We black. <laughs> black people support black people now. It's cool. It's like we like food. We the Fubu station. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're like, oh, three Negroes got a show. This listen, is supposed to be the opposite. Of the <laughs> Wait, but so your girl didn't leave. I mean, she didn't leave. But my thing is, if she, if, if it was a chance for her to have sex with Maxwell, I can't be the dude to be like, yeah, yeah. I gotta get support out her. Way. Have, I gotta support her having sex with Maxwell. Exactly. Yeah. If I try to have sex with Rihanna, and I got a girlfriend like, look, this Riri. I mean, you could come too. Yeah. But we ain't gonna say no to Riri. Sure. So that's right. I listened to Matchbox Twenty. Shut, Shut up, up, man! <laughs> Stop it! God. I can't go one Matchbox. Guys, we got a sponsor today. Oh, really? That's cool. <laughs> 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 what? I'm, ex- I'm excited. That's why I'm excited. Oh, that's cool. Listen, you know what I get excited about? What? When my naturebox.com oh. delicious snacks arrive at my doorstep. So oh, delicious. man, that sounds real mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. So delicious. Because it's like, essentially, it's like, instead of having to go into like a convenience store or a bodega and like try to pick out the snacks that I want mm-hmm. and like... I'm like stare like and there's cats everywhere. I'm like get out of here, cats. Are cats? Yeah, why the cat? Why are cats everywhere? Are they in the bodega? In this bo- yeah, they're in the bodega. Cats in bodega. bodega I'm like, cats. is this sanitary? You know where oh. I know it's sanitary? <laughs> snacks from naturebox.com. Okay, but this is my oh, thing. Yeah. It's like I love snacks from mm-hmm. naturebox.com. But this is the thing. Like sometimes I like my own snacks, and then I live with James, and James has to eat my snacks. Hey. Like, can I get him his own like supply of naturebox.com? <laughs> is that possible? <laughs> that is possible. Uh, and there's zero chance of getting bored because they release brand new choices every single month. Yo, Yo check it out. New, new this month. What's, what they got? What they got? Mini cocoa Belgian waffles. What? Oh, that's yes. Amazing. Whole wheat chocolate chip cookie bites. Mm. 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 Delivered directly to your doorstep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Fun, flavorful snacks made with ingredients that you can trust. Right. Oh, yes. Not, none of those shady ingredients. You mean like the uh, high fructose, uh, fructose corn syrup? Yeah, I, I didn't think they got any of that in these snacks. Yeah. These are ingredients you can trust. Plus, they've got a smart snack guarantee. So if there's anything you don't love, you know, the helpful folks over at Nature Box know, and they'll replace it 
in the next month's box. So, okay, Ooh. say I want to say I want to sign up, right? But it's like, man, you know what? That's a, like, I don't want to pay for the first box. You know, yeah. it's like, I don't want to pay for it myself. Okay, Jarrah. Okay. Yeah, listeners, right now. You can enjoy your first box of Nature Box snacks on them. Wait, what? On them? But only at naturebox.com slash black. And only if you act fast. You got to act quick. You got to be quick to get you gotta free. it. You got to hear it. Do it. Okay. I'm doing it right now. I'm going to head to naturebox.com slash black. Naturebox.com slash black right now to unbox a world of taste and possibility. Oh, my goodness. Sounds like a surprise. It does. One last time. Can we do it together? That's naturebox.com slash black for your first box of Beyond Tasty handpicked snacks sent directly to your doorstep. Do it. We're going to get into the show. Wait, wait. Hold up. What? Uh, we should shout out Spreaker. Spreaker. Oh, yeah, Spreaker. Spreaker.com. Spreaker hosts uh, all of the HeadGum uh, Network podcasts, and we just got to thank them. Yeah. We got to thank them I mean, for that. Thank That's probably how you guys are listening to us right, right now. now. Yes. That's how I listen to us. And you know what? They hooked us up. They hooked us up. Mm-hmm. Yo, you know who else hooked us up? Who? John Swan. Oh, he, what did, he did a theme song, right? He did our theme song at John Swan Jovi on Twitter. John Swan Jovi. John Swan, <laughs> thank you so much for this theme song you're about to hear in your earbuds. Drop the beat! What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> so, so bad. Uh, welcome to another episode of Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. I am your host, Jonathan Braylock. I am Jerome Milligan. And what? Oh, hold on, wait, wait. Hold on, wait. James? James? James is not here. James III ladies is and not gentlemen. here. He is not here, but mm-hmm. we got a special oh, guest. We got the most special guest. Oh, we got a super special guest. It's the first time we're having a guest on this show. Oh, man, this is our first guest, and it's a lady. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, it's a, <laughs> and to make it even specialer, What's it's that? a black lady. It is a, it's a black lady. It's a black lady. Oh, please say hello. Don't do that. Okay. <laughs> Say hello. <laughs> I tried to do a drum roll, y'all. To the one and only Phoebe Robinson. Woo! Hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Phoebe. How are you guys doing? Uh, great. Good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm happy it's, you're here. Very oh, happy thanks. you're here. Because yeah. we always talk about getting a guest. And yes. I know we always wanted a lady guest in particular. Yes. But it's also really good to get a black lady guest because yes. I feel like we talk about a lot of racial things. Mm-hmm. Um, you, know, you feel black, like it? I mean, I'm just saying. But it's also like relations between black and white, and like, and you're a black lady, so it's like I want to get your, you know, we're, we're gonna get there. We're gonna, it's we, so many we, things. Yes. Okay. Cool. Um. Uh. And and um, it, Phoebe picked the movie for this, yes. and it was actually a movie we wanted to do yeah. anyway. So we're very happy she picked it. So we're doing Love and Basketball. Yeah. We're doing something special. So instead of I guess, no, you know what? I guess this still kind of counts because New Line Cinema did this New movie. Line Cinema, yes. I was like somewhat, I was like, oh wait, was this an independent film? And it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. It, wasn't. Uh, it was directed by Gina prince Bythewood. Mm-hmm. Um, this was her debut yep. like feature-length feature. directorial film. Um, she had done like, I think she had directed episodes of like Yeah, she did a lot of comedies TV on TV. And like, I think some episodes of Different World, I think. And First off, uh, Different World, if you guys haven't started watching it, I restarted it um, as an adult man. And I think it's a really good show. So check it out on Netflix. 
It's on Netflix now? It is on, yeah, Netflix. It's on Netflix. That's Netflix exciting. Now. It's really good because I realized that there's no show like that for like my I hate to keep saying minorities, but like man, fuck it. There's no black people on TV that like go to college. Right. Right. And like there's just It was a spin off of Cosby show, which was also oh, yeah. don't, man, don't, don't say the C word in this, in this Okay. We don't say down. the C word on the show. <laughs> We're not rewriting history. Yeah, it's a spin off. You can We say it's a spin off of another t- show. Okay. We can talk about <laughs> I don't know the what you Cosby said. show. No, I didn't hear it. Oh my god. <laughs> I didn't hear it. That I didn't, is, you're insane. I didn't say it. Okay. <laughs> I didn't like. I never liked them anyway. I'm not gonna get into that. Oh, tell me to pull my, he gonna tell me to pull on, my man. pants up. All okay, right, my pants right. already up. Cosby. Okay. Okay. You get to talk about your Cosby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Look, we're not talking about Cosby. We're talking oh, but this, but this movie though. Back to Eleven Basketball. The cool thing about this movie though, when I was researching it, is that it was actually like starring a black man and a black woman mm-hmm. with a majority like minority cast. But somehow this movie became. You know, not like a black movie. It was like a movie that somehow crossed the threshold of like mainstream without even trying, you know? Totally. I think that's what I... So, Phoebe, when you saw... Did you see this film in theaters or you saw it on DVD Um, first? I think I saw it on DVD. Yeah. It came out in 2016 when it came out. Yeah. Phoebe, what's the deal? What's the deal with black women in this movie? Because I feel like oh, Love and Basketball is like the black woman's <laughs> notebook. Because when I saw like every black woman's like, yo, we gotta watch Love and Basketball. Wait, what did you just say? Because like, Love and Basketball is the black woman's the notebook. Every black woman loves Love and Basketball. Right. Every white girl loves the notebook. Right, right. That's accurate. So it's like, sure. you think that's what's true? The deal with yeah. This? yeah. It's just a, it's a well acted film. The script is good. Yeah. Uh, and, um, Smaller dramas historically tend to do well with women right. uh, because they tend to have uh, female characters who are fleshed out as opposed to just like, my and husband's so crazy. I'm right. just going to stand in the corner like it's like an actual person who right. like has feelings. Mm. Uh, and, you know, you have uh, 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 Sanaa Latham who like every, Latham. every black girl loves. So, you yeah, know? She's amazing. So yeah. it's, Yeah. This was her, and this was also her, her, first, starring. her first starring role. So right. I would say it's definitely it, it, it's starring a black man and a black woman, but it's definitely a female. It's a female driven, driven, yeah, yeah for sure. Sports drama, movie, which it, I think sure. is also is incredible. Makes, makes it really unique that it's focusing on female sports in a way that uh, I feel like most people don't know how to mm-hmm. demonstrate female sports. Yeah, very true. Um, and a lot of people don't take it seriously. Uh, just like that guy who what was the guy? Was the guy who worked at ESPN or whatever? Who oh. or sports? He, he worked for somewhere. Uh-huh. He tweeted about how uh, female sports isn't worth watching because he was like trashing the women's cup. Oh uh, my god, for real? Yeah. Wait, I didn't hear about this. He was trashing uh, the women's. I, that doesn't make any sense because women's soccer in the U.S. is actually way better. Good. Right. They just won soccer. the World Cup. They've, yeah, yeah, they won they the World Cup were, again. Yeah. Yeah. They've already won the World Cup before. When did they win in? Like, this is the third time. Like, this is the third time. Yeah. The men have the never been won the terrible. World Cup. Yeah. We've never even been to the World Cup. I mean, never, I mean never, no, no, sorry. We've we, never been to the finals, yeah, oh, right? Yeah. Oh, hell no. I feel yeah. like the, the farthest the men's got... It's first round. No, no. They've gotten past that. But they've never gotten to like the semifinals, I don't know. I mean, it's with two rounds. I mean, listen, like, I don't watch that much soccer, yeah. but I watch yeah. soccer when the World Cup. Yeah, so is, that guy trashed sports, and then he's like, actually, no, w- uh, women's sports are worth watching. You're just like, go die in a fight. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's absolutely ridiculous. So it was really cool with this movie that it was like showing a girl who's not like, ooh, can you show me how to shoot a hoop? Right. It's like, yeah, no, yeah. like she has her own agency. 
She can play ball. Right. She's got a banging bod. Right. She's smart. All of that stuff. From she's, a jump not, too. she's not trying oh, yeah, to have her hair look super. Yeah, that cute. I love. That's great. Oh my God. That's great. Um, just like, so some background for listeners, and I did a lot of research about this. So, first of all, Gina uh, Price, by the way, she was an athlete. So mm-hmm. it was very important to her to like portray uh, a female sports athlete who also could have like a romantic interest and not like have to be. Uh, she can be a human. Yeah, she, she can, can be, be a, a human. human. She's like right. fully right. fleshed out. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was also very important for her to like have the lead actress Sonali and be able to play basketball. Mm-hmm. So like, it's this film has a little bit of notorious casting. Uh, mm-hmm. They like it took them like three months. And, like, Sonali Ethan was always in the mix, but because she wasn't good at basketball, they, like, gave her a uh, coach, like a... She had to ask for the she, coach. Yeah, she had to ask for the she coach. That's right. The coach. Because they were they were trying to cast... They were, like... They kept bringing in real NBA... Uh, not, no, because... Uh, not the it, NBA, it wasn't around. The it was NBA college, was yeah. yeah. College. So they, they kept bringing in real college um, athletes, female athletes, and they got them acting coaches. And she was like, well, if you're getting them an acting coach, you should get me a basketball coach. Um, and then at the, it, it took them a while. And it took fighting from other different sides, not just Gina. Because Gina, it kind of actually, I read she didn't like. Yeah, Gina, like, she Gina didn't get didn't along like with her. Yeah, Gina, like, <laughs> apparently, apparently the husband, the husband kind of made the final decision. Like, do you want a basketball movie or do you want a love movie? And she's right. like, well, I need to make a close up. So. Yeah. You yeah, can, you she said, you can fake, yeah, you can fake like a jump shot, but you can't fake, but a you can't up. fake a close up. Yeah, which is true, man. Yeah, yeah. That's why I should stop getting rappers and putting them in y'all movies because the rappers, All right, okay, okay, the rappers can't act. <laughs> they just rap. Okay, I'm gonna bring this up every episode because if I see motherfucking Tyrese or Ti in another movie, Gerard doesn't like Tyrese. Yo, my thing is this: Ti being movies nonstop. Ti is working, and yeah, I don't even understand crazy. what Ti says half the time. You know what, Tip? I love your music. Nah, he's he's never in anything good, so why do you care? Because that, because this is my thing. Wait, though, that wasn't small he in role, American Gangster? He's an American Gangster. He was. He, he was just in Ant Man. Because the thing is, he like, was in Ant Man. Oh, he's in Ant Man. He's one. Who he's gives one of the shit teams. about that movie. Well, let me tell you why this is thing, because because <laughs> seriously, is, no, because if you think about it, like sometimes you look back at like you look at back like George Clooney, you're like, oh man, he had a very small role in this thing. Whereas, like for instance, you don't see like like it just doesn't have the small role yeah. or the one line in the movie to build his resume. Usually, he has to wait. And struggle to get the one big thing. Where Wait, it's like, who does? Like Idris. Like Idris Elba. Like, you know, mainly like do. black dudes. It's like... You have to they be supporting roles in yeah. films before you get the, the lead right. role. The big. And I feel like those supporting roles now, instead of going to like the actor to build his resume, But that's not true, though. Who else? Who you got? Like, who you got? We don't see... Yeah, like, who we got? I mean, most of them are actors. Most of them are not rappers. Just like Michael B. Jordan. There's... Michael B. Jo- you got Michael B. You got, you got, I'm trying to think, young ones. Chadwick. We got Michael Chad, B. We Chadwick got Chad Bozeman. Bozeman. Mm-hmm. We got, we got, uh, what's the dude, Nate? Nat, Nate from, uh, oh, uh, from Beyond the Lights. <laughs> we got. Which is a Gina Prince. I mean, my thing is, when film. I think about most of the working actors right now, I see Tom Common Blade. in a lot of movies. I see T.I. in a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. I see, uh, with Kid Cuddy's in a lot of movies. Now, I forgot what name he goes by, um, now. Andre 3000. Uh, mm-hmm. Andre Tyree. So I feel like a reason. Andre's been in two movies. I mean, he's got the bio pick a uh, right that name? and the on a couple here and there. four brothers. <laughs> but my thing is, my thing is like I feel like the reason we don't have that many like at least when it comes to black men, um, I won't say the same thing as for black women. The reason we don't have that many black men getting nominated for Oscars because we don't have a lot of trained black men getting these good supporting roles, these good leading roles. It's always like I, the myth I can name like the young ones. 
Like, but I feel like you guys do get nominated. Oh, I mean, because last as opposed had, to as opposed to black women. I think for both, it's the same. Like, right. I don't know because I feel like I in the know. last couple of years we had uh, uh, what was his name? Victoria Slate. I can never pronounce it. Um, she was tell yeah. EGF four. Yeah, we had he got nominated for an Oscar before him. Uh, I'm trying to think. Who was well, before everybody him? knows Oscar's so white. Yeah, they, they don't nominate people of color that often anyway. So. I mean, that's true, but it's yeah. also, it's like, I feel like if we could get more people who are actually trained to do a job, right. to do their job, then we don't well, have to worry about like... No, I don't think that... You don't think so? No. Because my thing is, like, if, I was, if, I, if I was like a painter, all right, and I never learned how to paint, how can I be considered a successful painter? I think, okay, so... I don't want to talk about the rapper thing right now just because there's no rappers in this movie. And yeah, true. and true. Gina Gina Prince Bythewood is a uh, she one of the reasons her films take so long to get made is because she has to fight these studios to like cast black actors in the films. Even now? So, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, so man. she had this whole so uh last year uh a movie came out called Beyond the Lights mm-hmm. that she made um and it was still a critical success like debuted at like Toronto International Film Festival, got a standing ovation. But she was saying that uh, when she took her script, and she had already produced two movies, both critical uh, successes, both Love and Basketball and Secret Life of Bees. Um, uh, and she took her script to like studio after studio, and they were like, they're like, you need stars in this film. And like, but when they said stars, they mean like at not, not oh. minorities because the the roles are too young and like kind of this is kind of what this podcast is about is that there aren't enough black stars quote unquote stars because they're not being groomed they're not being farmed she gonna get Michael B Jordan so no she got she she got two <laughs> sure. amazing actors to be in the film but it's not Michael B Jordan but no, they're not well Michael B Jordan wasn't a star when she was trying to do this yeah yet. this was uh, this was, was pre Michael B this was pre Fruitvale this was yeah Fruitvale Station was what put Michael B on the map and yeah. got him the oh damn we yeah, gotta get more Michael B yeah, well, this is... But that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing now. Anyway, okay. So, let's just... <laughs> First of all, I wanted to go back... I wanted to go back to uh, Phoebe's, like, first experience with this film. Like, did it... Do you re, Do you remember it, like... First of all, the concept of, like, black films. Like, did you understand what that was, like, 16? Did you feel like, oh, I... This was a movie for, like, black people. Or, like, this is, like, a movie for everybody. Um, sorry. (laughs) She's like, Uh, the race is boring. (laughs) I stayed up late. So, backstory. I broke up with my boyfriend this past week. So, I'm staying in a new place. So, anyway, I'm crashing at a friend's place. It took me a while to fall asleep because it's not the bed that I'm used to falling asleep in. So, I'm a little tired. Anyway, so that's why I yawned. (laughs) Not because you guys, just because it took me a while to fall asleep last night. Um... Anyway, I think when I was 16, it, it was probably just felt more like um, just like a movie. A movie, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I saw it when I was 16, and then I think I saw it probably a couple of times like in my 20s again, and I just yeah. saw it recently again for this. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I like still remember like the dialogue when I was watching, like certain parts of it. Right. Um, but yeah, I just, I really enjoyed the movie, and uh, I wish there were more... Movies made like this, but yeah. it's really hard for people to want to make small movies yeah. anymore. That's true, too. Do, do you ever feel like, for instance, growing up, because I know, you know, I like comics or whatever, mm-hmm. so I know, like, when I grew up, it was like, oh, man. I never thought about it until I got older, but it was like, you know, if I see Batman, I never realized that I could never play Batman in a movie unless 
there's other black people because like clearly you can tell did you ever feel like growing up uh there weren't a lot of people that you can relate to or is it like your parents because i know some people's parents have like one of my friends they only can watch when they're growing up they only can watch like black movies and they only can have like you know, black statues in the house and, like, yeah. artifacts so they know where they come from. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I have a little cousin now where, like, she watches a lot of Nickelodeon, so she doesn't see a lot of, like, especially black women yeah. on TV. Did you ever feel like, like, watching, like, these shows, these movies, there was nothing for you to, like, like Well, rate? I mean, I think I grew up during, like, the last, uh, or, like, the best era for Black people, people on TV. Mm, There's just true. like tons of sitcoms yeah. and dramas, and absolutely, I could pretty much relate to anyone, right? Um, so like, I loved the show Felicity mm. just as much as I, you know, love like a different world or like Sister Sisters. So totally. for me, because I was able to have both of those, I was able to just see people who look like me on TV, right. and it didn't. So yeah, I think people growing up now were people of color. It's probably way harder for them. Mm. Um, but yeah, which is crazy, right? That's crazy. That's, yeah. that some how did we regress? Like that doesn't make any sense well, to me. The UPN got, but the see, UPN went away. UPN is the same. So here, this is an interesting thing, right? UPN, because I'm with you. Like I like growing up, I didn't think about like oh True. this is a black show and this is a white show. Like I was looking at Fresh Prince and Full House or Family Matters as True. like the same thing. It was just yeah. sit- sitcoms True. on TV. So you had like you had like something like Home Improvement yeah, or Step by Step. Too. But yeah, but you also had like yeah, exactly like Keenan and Kel. You had the Cosby Show. You know, you had Don't a different say world. It. I know. I'm not about out. to say you said oh, the C word. Okay. I'm staring oh, at him. My God, I'm staring over saying the C word <laughs> in here. Okay, <laughs> but you you had these shows with like black black families. Like mm-hmm. even even a little bit later, with like the the Wayne's Brothers show, my wife and kids, uh, my wife and kids, mm-hmm. um, DL Hughley show, and so like. But then I remember, I remember, I think it was in, I don't know if it was middle school or high school. Where I realized, some like somebody told me, like I grew up in like a white suburb, and like somebody, like one of my friends was like, "Oh yeah, UPN is the black network," and I was like, "What?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, that's where all like the black people shows are." And I realized I was like, "Oh right, they had like Sister Sister and they had everything, Kim, dude. you know, Martin, Homeboys right, Mar- in Outer Mar- Space." Oh sorry, they had you say Homeboys in Outer Space? Yeah, man, I remember watching that show. <laughs> oh man, that show is <laughs> crazy. Good. That show is not oh, good. The Parkers, right? Yeah, yeah. they had the Parkers. Yeah, to um, me, the black television ended when what was that show? Girlfriends. Girlfriends was on UPN. And then UPN merged into uh, CW with Warner Brothers. And right. once Girlfriends ended, to me, that ended the reign of, like, the black sitcom. Right. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. It was weird that all of a sudden it became, like, black sitcoms used to be on every network. And yeah. then all of a sudden it got smaller and smaller. And then it was just, like, the black sitcoms that were on this network were just reruns on UPN. And then UPN was the only one producing black. And so... I didn't even realize this until Gerard brought it up when we started doing this podcast, but New Line Cinema oh, they did is like movie. the black production company of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you look back at New Line like most of like the films Friday, that, yeah, they're Friday, all, it's all this New Line movie, Cinema, Love which is this movie, which is crazy because I never, again, I never saw like, when I saw Love and Basketball, I saw it probably on DVD too, but when I saw it, I wasn't thinking of it like, oh, this is a black movie. I was like, oh, this is a, like, it was one of the, if not the first like romance kind of movie oh, that I like. that's so cute. Yeah, it's true. It's like one of like the first romance movies that I actually liked that I was like, oh, I liked the whole movie and I was like, oh, this is a 
You know what I mean? Like even like something like Titanic, I didn't really. I only liked the last. She She's garbage. She's gonna help him. Why couldn't they share that? Uh, that movie's door? garbage. They could have shared that door. She let that man. Listen, down. I remember there were two cassette tapes. I put in the second one because right when you put in the second one, that's exactly when the iceberg uh, hits, and that's why I loved. <laughs> can I, I make a watched... confession about this movie? What? About Love and Basketball. Love and Basketball. Yeah. Uh, I never saw Love and Basketball until we did this podcast. Yeah, that's messed up. Uh, you yelling at me for not knowing uh, who Maxwell is. No, but it's the thing. I always Both knew. Both of you are worried. Listen, listen, I always knew it was a good movie, but the thing is, like, I felt like I had missed the opportunity. So what I did was I skipped to Brown Sugar. How do you like, miss an opportunity when it's on I, DVD I forever? I know, but it was like, it was like no. all the girls were like, you got to watch a movie. And I was like, oh, man. I missed it. So I remember taking a girlfriend I was seeing at the time. I think it was like high school to go see Brown Sugar. Because I was like, oh, it's the same thing. They grew up. When they were younger and they become like in the same business kind of, and it both has an olive in it. Uh, that's unacceptable. You're right. It is not the same. That's not okay. This right. is much better than brown sugar. You should leave this podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, oh uh, I, I cried minute, a little yeah. bit. I cried a little bit during brown sugar though. That's a great movie. I used to work yeah. at New Line Cinema. Did oh, you? Yeah. Uh, when I graduated, I, because I moved here because I wanted to work in film. Right. And so I did, I was a receptionist there to, when did I graduate college? So 2006. And then, like, a year later, I started working for their indie mm-hmm. production company, and then that got shut down, and then I stopped working in film. Right. To start it, doing stand-up. But is New Line still around? I feel like... New Line is still around. It is still around? around? They, okay. they have a reduced slate, so I think they do eight movies a year oh, now, wow, which okay. is, like, not a lot. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but, yeah, they're still around. Yeah. Yeah. I guess what... So, for, let me, let's just talk about the film just for a little bit. Uh, like, I... One of the reasons that... To me, this movie was different and didn't feel like just like a black film, like a black movie. And it felt like a universal film. One, there it's middle class black families, right? Yes, or even God. upper middle class yeah. black families. And they don't and it's not like a it's not like a thing. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like even in like I I like I like the show Blackish. I think it's important that it's on ABC. Mm-hmm. But like it's like they make it a point to let you know like we're now in like an upper middle class. Yeah, area you know what yeah. i mean it's like the black family moving in and and it was this was just like it was just like oh there are black families that there's a it's like a black high school with very few mm-hmm. white kids around but there's no like poverty is it not being dealt with it's not like this understanding of like yeah. oh this is new money or whatever it's just like it's normalizing <laughs> they live in baldwin, the baldwin hills which is like the rich which is the black beverly hills i think baldwin hills it's in Los Angeles, and it's a shot with them in the car, and you see Baldwin Hills in the background, so you're right. like, oh, these people have Monday. Right. You know? One of the other things that I thought was important was that both fathers were in the home, even though the one father eventually... We <laughs> trying to take away my notes. <laughs> you're <laughs> not James Lipton. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, give me those notes. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, yes, I'm trying to be... I'm nope. trying to tell the people what they need to know. He got just so you guys know, uh, Braylock had a notebook had that a notebook. we made him put away. That he took no, his phone no, out. On, he took it. He, he took his phone out on the low, but had more notes. He had backup notes in the phone. I was like, why does he keep looking down? And I was like, uh... oh, he got more notes. <laughs> <laughs> no, anyway, <laughs> screw y'all. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I'm trying to be a good hard worker here. Listen. Um, yeah, but anyway, I, what, what did, you, did you guys notice that? Like, there oh, yeah. were like the both mm-hmm. fathers were in the home. It wasn't like this. Even because I thought in the beginning, I was like, oh, oh, maybe this father's like 
couldn't leave. Like, you could tell that the father was, like, Someone's cheating. Someone's going to do something, yeah. But oh, you thought it was going to happen in the beginning, and I thought it was cool that it actually played out over a long period of time. It, I yeah. thought it added more depth to the story. It added more depth to the scenes between him and his son because it was, like, it wasn't just this stereotypical, like, you're a horrible father, get out of here. It was, like... This father gave good advice, but mm-hmm. he just, like, himself... He was, was a hoe. Yeah. 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 He was just an immoral person. Yeah. And, like, he couldn't he couldn't do better, but he, he wanted his son to be better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is, like... Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like any parent can relate to that, exactly. right? Like, they they want their children to be better than they are. And do as I like, say, do not as I do. Exactly. My mom used <laughs> to say, do as I say, not as I do. I'm yeah. like, Mom, you ain't going to bed right now. But get your ass to sleep. That was she used to say. If I was like trying your to stay, mom has a like, deep voice. I know she used to get she used to get passionate like that. Boy, <laughs> she's going. Boy, boy, if you don't get, you don't get. She's country guys, just you know, oh. super country. No, but I I think that movie was. I will say this: watching Love and Basketball, there was a couple of things that I thought might have came off corny, but I love the fact that like Boo. no, no, it was good. I liked it though. Boo. I did. I liked it because the poster is literally. Like the poster is them hugging, Gina, kissing with a ball in there. Like, I that's like, yeah, it's perfect. It's and perfect. Next, the director <laughs> didn't like the poster. I don't like it either. She didn't like well, the poster. Well, but I, you know what? It, sell, it sells Strike the movie. Two. I'm Strike sorry, two. it sells the movie. I'm. I get it. I love the poster. I think the poster. I think the poster is great. I, I, yeah. I, the poster that she liked, I saw. It's just like them. Like it's like him behind her, and they're like kind of like. Holding each other, yeah, yeah, yeah. and there's like a basketball like on the floor, and I'm like, no, nah, it's not good. Pass, yeah. It's, yeah, it's just not as good. I don't. That was like the one thing I was like, oh, I'm glad they overrode you on that. Sorry. Yeah, Gita. I mean, because the poster they picked, don't get me wrong, it tells you exactly. Like, if you didn't see the title, you knew exactly what that movie was. Two people who loved each other, and they play basketball. But not only that, I like the imagery of the basketball being over their head because there's like, like the basketball was something that they had to overcome for their love. Like, oh, that's they deep. both put basketball ahead of each other at one point. I mean, that's one of the major points of the film. But he was the dick about it. He oh, yeah, he yeah, was yeah, the dick yeah. about so it. So it's like, fuck you. I'm glad his career ended. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's true. no, that's true. Because, like, he is not, like, in that movie, he does some... Let me, let me take two it's points. A, this is a classic gender story yeah. in which... Break it down, Phoebe. There you go. Take it. No, take it. Take a sip of water, real quick. Phoebe, Phoebe's, about to, Phoebe's about to preach. Okay, so this is just a classic tale yeah. in which most men—I will not say all—cannot handle when their lady is successful or has really good things happen career-wise. Uh-huh. So I get that she probably should have been like, "Come back to my dorm room and we can talk," even though I have curfew. But she for, did say that. Though. She did though. Oh she yeah, and he was and he just like, want, yeah. So he was go. basically a d bag. Yeah. Um, and then like he didn't give a shit when she was start. She got the starting position. It was just kind of like she's been there for you this whole time. Right. She like doesn't freak out when all these girls are hollering at you at yeah. college, and you can't even give a shit about the fact that she's now starting. This is something she's worked for her whole life. So at that moment, I was like, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> The classic guy stuff. Wait, but now I am interested though. I am interested though because do you think if the role was flipped and like she was going through like a very like kind of ground shattering experience that was happening with her family in her life and he was like, sorry, I like, I gotta go play no, basketball. Because women in our society teaches women to to stand by their man and support them, and we and they don't tell men to stand by their ladies and support them. Right, that's very true. I, I believe that. I believe yeah. that. I mean, that's yeah, that's very. But I true. also think that I also think that men get in trouble for doing the same thing of like 
putting work or putting like some other passion before. Well, I think that's also a double standard because it's like at the end of the day, it's like that may be true, but I mean, it, it sucks because like that's true. It's like if you work more than focus on your family, now you kind of are an asshole. Mm-hmm. But in the same stance, it's like if if your woman doesn't support you, now she's the asshole. So to me, it's like it sucks as a double standard, but you just got to play that role. It's like you got to be a husband who is also there for his family. And it's also almost like if you're a lady, you're expected to just be there for the dude. But it's, exactly. it's, it's tough because I know being brought up, it was like I was brought up around a bunch of women. So like I remember being taught that like, I mean, I, I've been around women who make more. Like in my family, like my entire family, the women make more than the men in most of, most of the That's households. Awesome. Which is interesting because most of the men seem very cool with that. But I know, I'm trying to think how I would feel if like shit was going to shit with me and my girl was just doing great. Because you want to be, think about it, if you have a friend that's like things are kicking off of them and you're still struggling, like you're happy for them. But it's also right. like, damn. But I, I don't, I, I mean, I agree that this happens all the time. I think in this film though, I don't think that's what she was trying to say. I think she was like trying to paint this picture of like, he was going through a very like hard time, like emotional time, and and because of that, he just needed her to be there. He just he, needed her to be he there. He jumped quick though, because but, but you're right. She I think, said, "Come back with me." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was being very yeah, and he was overly emotional, and he couldn't he couldn't handle it because he couldn't handle yeah. what was happening because it just happened. To and him. then he started talking to that in the same fuck, scene. I know, I, know, I agree. Girl. That was messed up in she the was, same scene he, though. I what I'm trying to say is I think that I think that she. I mean, she realized, like, oh, I probably could have handled this situation better, and maybe I could have stayed out. I don't know if she could have. I think could she, she have? Could, yeah, I, I think there's a time where you're like, all right, I'm willing to risk this just a little, like, this one curfew thing. Nah. But she said, come, come back, back with me. She said, come back room. with come me. Come back to my room. She said everything she could have. And the thing is, that's yeah, so crazy. She, <laughs> that same scene, she walks up on him as he's talking to the other girls. He didn't even give her a chance. And then the next morning, he invites her out to for breakfast. Burger King? Yeah. Know, Fuck yeah, it's yeah, like, dude. Like I don't he know, didn't, wasn't the next morning though? I feel like we were tra- we were supposed to think that it like there was a couple of days and stuff. Like even that. Even, even if, but like, that's what I'm saying that she hadn't been there. She hadn't like he just went through like possibly the biggest like you know moment of his life, and then. Well, me, I mean, the thing is, like, I feel like if you like, for instance, if your girlfriend something bad's happened, and you're like, hey, come over and you know, let's chat about whatever bad happened in your life. Like, if, if something really extreme happened, all you can do as a spouse to say, hey. Let me try to take your mind off it. Let's talk it out and let's figure out how we can help. And right. she did that in the movie. She said, hey, come back to well, my dorm. She had to leave before he like... But she said, come with me. She's like, hey, something's wrong. Do you want to come and talk saying, about I it? I can't. I, 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 need to be, I need to be outside. Like, he I need said to be, he didn't want to see people, but it's like, you're going to go people. to my dorm room. You won't see anybody. Suck it up. Go back what else to could she have? My thing is like, what look, other options what did she have? What I'm saying is, he was you in a relationship. You taking Omar's No, side. I'm taking, look, I'm talking mm-hmm. about any person who's in a relationship. It doesn't matter if you're male or female. When there is a, when your partner is going through something very, very heavy, it's hard for that person to act rationally. I'm not saying he did the right thing, but it was, he was going through. What, what else could she, I guess my question is, what else could she have done? All she could have done was stayed with him. But she would have had to miss her curfew. You're right. She would have had like missed the thing, and maybe she could have explained it to her coach. Her coach might have understood. Her coach might have said, "Screw you, pick your boyfriend." He also was drunk, grabbing her ass and putting his finger in her butt. You know what I'm saying? Wait, 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 that was this a, a different. That, this that is was a different. Scene. That's that a different was later scene. on. Yeah, that, well, I thought that was I in the bar. I think how he handled club. it after was horrible. But when, I'm saying in that initial yeah. moment, he 
She could have because they were them, on the bleachers. This is when remember they were on the bleachers and they were talking. She looked at the clock yeah. and she saw a curfew. Was oh, like, she literally minutes. just had been like, "My father yeah. is cheating." I just found out that my father's been cheating on uh, my mother for like my entire relationship and everything that my father told me. What I built my entire life around is all false because it came from a man who lied to my face. And right. she was like. Yo, I got a curfew at 11 no, o'clock. She didn't say it like, she she did say it like that. that. That's how, she, that's how no. he heard it. But to me, it's like, I get that. But my thing is like, okay, she made a curfew, came back, and was like, let's let's try to work this out. And I get that like you wanted it to happen right then and there. But it's like, I, I, they're in a business. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm with like, you guys. So I she posted this. Her, she supposed to fuck up her college career. Because he no. wouldn't have did it for her. <laughs> exactly. He wouldn't have did it for her. Exactly. And he had that line, exactly. I never expected no, you to choose. I'm like, said, man, you ain't. I think he would have. I think he nah. There's no way he would have, right, bro. Right, right, right. There's all no right. way he would have. Because my thing is, he already had that chick, the second chick, lined up. Mm-hmm. But that switch to happen, she was already waiting in the wings. You so know what I'm saying? Trifling. You know what he's trifling. Yep. He's trifling. He was messed up. He was messed up. He was doing that out of anger and hurt. And I don't think he actually he cheated. He offered her to come out I, with them. I know. For, He's being, yo. Yeah, he was trying to hurt her. Yeah, he was trying to hurt her. Yeah, that was... Well, that was it was... Uh, anyway, I think we're just talking... It tells you how good this film was. It was. Everybody. Because it really painted like a picture that was very realistic to me. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, this is like what a relationship, you know what I mean, like, is yeah. like. And like the pain of that. The pain of the breakup scene, I thought, was like, whew. I was... I, was, yeah. I felt tense and like yeah. nervous and stressed because like... It was like, even though you could tell that they both loved each other, but they were like both, they were both kind of stubborn and like, and, but they were also just like, oh, like, this is it. Like, we can't fix this. We're just going to let this go. And you're like, damn, like. Yeah, but he didn't try. No, he, uh, yeah. I mean, they shouldn't have broken up. Yeah, they shouldn't have. Because it was literally, she was like, I'm confused at what's happening. I feel like this movie is probably one of the only movies I can think of like five, well, a couple of distinctive moments where I was like, this movie, this is a good damn movie. Like, at the very beginning, Cause I feel like everyone who's grown up around always had this moment. You find like your your girlfriend in the neighborhood. It's like, oh, let's kiss now. But you're oh, still like, kiss. but you're that was still so combative. He was counting it off. Yeah. I was like, oh. And they start fighting right afterwards. Wait, like, what? what was your first kiss like? Drop? No, oh, my first kiss was like not even like the best thing at all. Like my first kiss, it was with a girl <laughs> that was older than me, and it was like, oh, Ooh. y'all dating now, so y'all you? got a kiss. I was in like fifth grade. She was in like seventh. Or something like that. Oh, damn, Gerard. Nah, but it was like, but it was not even, it's not what I wanted at all. Cause it was like, oh, y'all got a kiss now. So it wasn't like I'm about to get my first kiss and it's like us hanging out. It's like we're in the middle of a circle oh, of God. people watching us about Wait. to kiss. And I'm like, oh, and I'm like, yo, I don't even know what I'm doing right now. <laughs> and I'm trying to pretend like I know what's up. So it's like, <laughs> tell me about, tell me about. <laughs> yo, I, yeah, yeah, I want to tell you. I know you were you. in. The middle of a circle and oh. people are watching you. Oh, it was like it was like it was like I would never get it because where I sat in my classroom, I sat near a chalkboard. Yeah, and so the girl I was in at the time, or whatever you call it in high school, would always write notes on the wall. Yeah, so like anytime I came back to my seat, it'd be like a little note on the wall, or whatever. So it was like, wait, wasn't this girl in seventh grade? Yeah, but like the way my I went to like a very small school. Okay, so it was like um, my homeroom. You know, we would leave, and then that room would become, like, the English room, Got and it. then whatever. So you would be there at the beginning of the day and the end of the day. So when I would come back at the end, it would be, like, a little note. And it was, like, oh, hang around, like, in the backyard. 
me and my boy went in the backyard, and it's like her and her friend, but then it's like her and her friend, then their friend, then our other boy came. So now it's like this whole thing. Yo, this is like yeah, it a was PG a thing. Eyes Wide Shut thing. Yeah, it was like crazy. So it wasn't, for me, it wasn't the best, like, like exciting kiss it, time. Kiss it, kiss it, kiss yeah, yeah. And it's like, like, and it's oh. like, uh, uh, uh. And, you, and the thing is, if I did it bad, and now I got the older people making fun of me because, like, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Oh, wow, that's traumatic. Yo, and it was, yeah, and man. You, and it was no like, wonder you it was, it was kiss girls today. Yeah, it's like, I don't put people in the mouth like that, man. It's like, I got it. Like, that's mouth tough. anxiety. What was, your, what, was your, hey, what was yours like, baby? Yeah, Um, I was, like, freshman in college. It was really Yo, late. Me, me too. Really? So My I, first kiss was, yeah. uh... I played tell <laughs> My first kiss was, um... Was for a scene in a short, in a like a student film. Uh, Phoebe, you go. Yeah, you go. No <laughs> way. Jules was like, huh, we will come back to that. Phoebe, tell me yours. No, I mean, I so I went to like a predominantly white high school, so like I never got asked right. out or anything. So I ended up going to like Pride Institute, and I liked this guy, but then he had this girlfriend. So he was like, oh, you should hang out with my friends. So like we hung out. He was like really nice, and then like we kissed, and I was just kind of like, all right, like. <laughs> Like, this is how it happens. Yeah, it was, it was fine. It was, like, nothing remarkable. I'm sorry. I wish it was, like, no. more exciting. They play around and fight after. Yeah, but I was just like, you're not you're your like... friend. <laughs> <laughs> you're you not the one go. I want. <laughs> you're not the one I want. That's hilarious. And you kiss somebody for a movie? For a student. It was just, like, a student film. At, Did you I get went a boner? To NYU. What? Did you get a boner? Did you? I don't remember. I don't think so. That's so awkward when you get a boner when you kiss somebody for like a project or a movie or something. It's like, yo, I'm sorry. I don't know. What I don't think also so. if you don't. It's offensive, right? Right. If you just like a mad chill, you're like, what? So I'm not cute at all. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's like there's no way to win. So you need to have like a half chub. Yeah. Nobody okay. Okay. Dude. You got to control the chub. Nobody. Okay. There no you go. Way. Control the chub. <laughs> the what? No, listen. Listen, because you know how sometimes like if you dance with, oh my God. Oh. Snaps oh, over high school. I definitely got when you dance with somebody. When I was in high school dancing with girls. Yeah, but it was like, but the thing is that sometimes I heard some of my female friends make fun of the dude with the with the heart on. So it's like you got to control the chub. Like you got to let him know you there and you present, but you're not just a freak with a heart Joe, on. I heard wow. you just like tuck underneath your like. Oh, waistband. oh yeah, I touch it in the waistband all the time. How do you do that? Oh, because what you got to do? You want you want to explain it? Because I I perfected it's, this. I don't, I don't know what details so you, you need to talk about. Oh, no. Some, it's no. pretty self-explanatory. If you, do sometimes, if you could do that, but what I like to do, because I went to a Catholic school, so you had the uniform, <laughs> so if you had a boner, if you had a boner, people could see you. So I put my hand in my pocket uh-huh. and try to get it halfway up, and then I would do a little little fake squat and try to wiggle it up so it's like perfectly tucked under the oh belt. Oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like you can't dig in there, because you got a button up on, so you got to take out your shit. I didn't so. even... I, you just let you your chest, but you let your heart on... This, this role. It was there. It wasn't like it wasn't like comedically like sticking out. It, <laughs> it was like you, in you my pants. Try to hide. I know, but that's no. Awkward, but you know what's so Jonathan? funny is that I didn't really because I was just like what? Because in my mind I was like I was like this happens like it's like a fart or whatever like. Yeah, it's a I little know, bit of a boner. Boner's aggressive. Yeah, you ain't walking around, yeah. yeah, walk around in a boner. It's aggressive, right? but it's, it's a natural bodily function. Right. But if if the person does not want a boner and right. you have one. That is an aggressive action towards them. <laughs> we get, like, if we were in a circle right now, like in the I'm hallway, not... all three of us are talking, and you got oh, a boner, bro. That's Why not okay. Walk away? That's not okay. Back. How would you, you would it, first of all, you can't, it's not like. Sometimes you know, bro. You know somebody got Why boner. Why are you looking at my pants? I'm not trying like, to look at your pants. Why you got are you looking at my crotch like that? It's not like I'm coming up and like, and like thrusting myself. 
onto my thing is if you, every person I see. If you walking down the hallway, I'm looking at you as a whole, and I'm like, hey. There's some shit going on. No, Gerard, with Braylon you would have to be specifically looking and be like, "Oh, is that? Is that a? Is, I'm questioning them. I'm questioning. Is that a wallet? Does he have a phone? What? What, what is? What is happening I to his remember, pants? I remember. I remember. I remember my friends. Uh, I remember one of my friends um, telling me, like, my friend Kyle was like making fun of some other guy because they were like, they were like, yeah. He's got a boner and he's dancing with these girls. Like, can you believe that? And I remember in my mind going like, oh, shoot, I do that all the time. Yo, but it's interesting because I remember there was a dude who was older than me in high school. He was like, I was like a freshman. He was maybe like a junior. And he was like, he used to rock sweatpants to parties. Just so like. That's just too intense. Just like people. I can't remember what he said, but just so people knew. So I had this philosophy and it's probably so dumb. Please don't judge me, but I kind of still keep it in my head. All you need to get through life as a man is confidence and a hard dick. That was like, to me, like that was the motto to get you through life. It's like, if you were scared, fake it and just pretend like, <laughs> get that hard. Like, it's so dumb. I'm not saying it's smart. That's what's wrong with men everywhere. <laughs> I'm, not saying, I'm not saying you got to like be rude. I'm saying confidence in yourself and a hard dick. Because it's like, you don't want no man oh, that's yeah, not that confident, sound right? Rude. right? Confidence in a hard dick. Right. I'm not, say, I'm not saying smack somebody with the dick. dick. I'm just saying it's for you. <laughs> it, the, the hard dick is for you, and the confidence is for you. How was Sanaa Lathan in this <laughs> She is perfection. Oh, my God. Way. I She's love Sanaa Lathan, bro. So now, don't, what do you think? Because we were talking about, like, yeah, she had a couple of films after her, but, like, do you think her film career has matched her skill level? No. No, um, but, I mean, she stays working, mm-hmm. and that's the important thing. Right. I mean, yeah, I wish she was, you know, on a level of, like, Kerry Washington or Taraji. Uh, but, yeah, I feel like, you know, she was in the Best Man Holiday. Was she in that? Wait, no, no, it was Nia Long. I'm thinking Nia, Nia Long, was in, yeah. She, yeah, no, she was. She was in... Um, wasn't she in... No. She, she was Best Man... She she was in, holiday, she might have been because in one. Best Man, she was the girlfriend of Tay Diggs that, like, was coming at some point. Right, yeah. right, right. I don't know right. if she was in the sequel. Yeah, but she she works a lot, and I mean, I think most actresses of co- a color mm-hmm. don't have careers that match their skill level. Right. And I, I think white actresses, once they hit forty, their careers don't match their skill level. Yeah, um, yeah, with like very very small few exceptions. Yeah, and, oh, yeah, but yeah, for sure, because like she was in, so she was in Out of Time, which is probably Denzel's worst movie. Oh, by I didn't far watch that. Worst, by far, his worst like movie. that movie is. Ugh. Uh, what new? What, what new? What, brown what, sugar, but brown sugar is kind of a black film. It is, yeah. It for sure is. It for sure is. It for sure is. <laughs> and she was in Alien vs Predator, and she, she was, was the, lead. the lead. She was the lead. Did you ever see that movie? Uh, I saw it like when you do laundry at a laundromat. Yeah. <laughs> so I saw part of it. <laughs> she almost had sex with a predator in that movie. That movie was so bad. She almost had sex. With, she almost kissed a predator in that movie. He Maybe like we'll he that scars movie. her. Well, that because the predator's black because he's got Basically, dreadlocks. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. he he brands her at the end when they like team up together. He like gives her a little like acid thing on her face. Right. Oh, he claimed her. All right, That's any other better shit. movies than that trash? No, no. Like, is she working right? Like, what is she? What is this thing on IMDb? So right now, damn, I mean, huh? she's, there's a movie called The Perfect Guy. Oh yeah, that looks good. Oh, but snap. that looks yeah, good like in a lifetime way. The perfect guy. Oh, the one with Michael Ealy. That's with Michael Ealy. Yeah, yeah. Yo, listen, man, I love but me that's some another, Malcolm, bro. That's one of those movies where I'm like, I think, no, that should be, 
That should be for everybody. I mean, the thing is, but the thing it's so tricky because yeah. I feel like the guy who does those movies, I can't think of his name, the producer, um, he's she out of Atlanta. She was in The Best Man Holiday. She was? Yeah. I thought so. Because, like, that yeah. producer does a lot of, like, it's mainstream movies, but it's all black. Like, he does, like, he did that obsessed movie with, like, Idris uh, and Beyonce. He also oh, yeah, did, that, was, um, that was funny. Yeah, he also did Ride Along, the producer who's doing this new movie she has. Yeah. So I think we're getting into that territory of, like, black people producing their own, but just... yeah. Which was, which is so sad. Like that's what. It, so that's what Gina. That's what Gina Prince, uh, Bythewood talked about. Was like, it's like nobody's making these films for us. Like we have to make them for ourselves. Mm-hmm. But then Hollywood will brand it a FUBU film because they're like, oh, it's a black cast. So that means black people are the only people who are going to want to see this. And mm-hmm. and instead of it just being like, no, this is a regular movie. This is a good movie with a good script and great acting that has universal themes. And it's not like, yes, there were like, in this movie, In Love and Basketball, we haven't talked too much about it, mm. but in this movie, there were like, small like, black culture elements, like the hair, like, I you love that I mean? part. which I was love awesome, that but it wasn't like, it wasn't like, oh, if you don't, if you don't understand this, you can't relate. You know what I mean? Like, black people have to sit through movies with like, white, like, And also you just culture. fucking figure it out. It's just yeah, a movie. Exactly. It's, it's like, look, I don't smoke, I don't smoke pot. Mm. But I've seen a like I've seen hundreds of freaking stoner films, and I'm like sitting there like I don't understand what's going on. Mm. I'm like, I'm, yeah. of course I understand it. Like you sit through, you understand it. It's like, oh, this is a new kind of experience. Like when I saw the movie Trainwreck, there was like a joke about there was like a, some like period type of joke, and I was like, there was a specific to it that I was like, I don't know exactly what they're talking about, mm-hmm. but I know it's fun. Like I can from the cues of the audience that I'm sitting around yeah. and like how they're playing it in the movie, I was like, oh, I know that this is funny. Right. And I'll probably go and ask like specifically, wait, what was happening there? Oh, that, oh, cool. You know what I mean? It's like the idea that you can't sit through it because, oh, these are black people, so we don't, we don't get what's going on. Right. It's so ridiculous. Well, but- people in power are always the ones who don't think they have to exert the energy to understand anything right. that doesn't re- exactly reflect their lives. Yeah. So... You know, I mean, when I wrote on Girl Code and I wrote a sketch that ended up getting made, it's just about a, a visit to the gynecologist. And <clears throat> so the show was produced by two guys, right. but the writer's room was like uh, run by a woman. It was mostly just female writers and like one guy. Right. And so when she like submitted uh, like a, all of the sketches that included my, that included with the uh, one I wrote about the gyno, the guys were like, I don't, they're like, I don't get it. They're like, why? Why would this be funny? And it's like, you know, you're working on girl code, right? Wow, like, yeah. you should fucking look it up. Yeah, yeah. that's tough. It's I work, yeah. I work yeah. for the for guy code, so that happens. Because there's no, for instance, for guy code, ain't no black people on the staff, but me and Tashawn. Do you shout out Tashawn? Ain't no other black people, and uh, that. So it's like half the stuff, the sketches they do, I'm like, I like, but it's like, hey, hey, Ryan, hire a brother, Ryan. Hmm. Don't get a twist around. I know, uh, I know you're gonna listen because you listened to the first one. Yeah. Higher brother, Ryan. <laughs> uh, there's a scene that I feel like was probably one of the most realistic losing of the virginity oh, yes. yeah. of all time. Yes. Oh yeah. So this movie almost got an R rating. They had to cut that scene back. So what did they cut out? Was it they cut out thrusting motion? Yep. Yeah. Had to be the thrust. Uh, the, last, thrust. the last one was a thrust. <laughs> had to be the thrust. Isn't that so weird? The MPAA is so weird. No, because yeah. I feel like the thrust says a lot because I feel like anytime you see those movies and it's like if, again, if it's written by a dude, it's usually like pounding and, the, and it's always like, it's always missionary and it's always like the dude's back 
and you're just basically you're just looking at the female's face. Yeah. So it's like that. It's like first person. So the guy yeah. can be like, oh, that'd be me fucking yeah, Kate me. Beck and Sale. Oh my god, <laughs> she's enjoying it so much. Yeah, that's true. And yeah. then also this this scene, uh, uh, the director had to fight for because it didn't look enjoyable. Um, once Omar's character like penetrated because it was her first time. So it's like it's that it hurt. You know. Yeah, it's that. Pleasure yeah. pain. Yeah, it's like that. Oh, ah, okay. Yeah. All right. Ah, 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 ah. Oh. Yeah. Those are the sounds that. Yeah. yeah. It's like that's what you. But do. it it's felt like, realistic. I, I think it's realistic. It's probably yeah. one of the most realistic, like losing your virginity. Yeah, scene, and that like, was and... important to Gina to make for yeah. her to make that kind of scene, and she did, even though she it like pained her to like cut it out as much as apparently yeah. she. Had I don't even do. remember losing my virginity. I have no. I don't have any. Cause I was How older. Are... I Wait, was I was 24. How old were you? I was in, I was, it was the summer from July. July. <laughs> were you drugged by Bill Cosby? Yo, listen, bro. I think so. Don't say the C word on the show. Stop saying the C word on this show, okay? You said it like five times. That was the first time it was messed up, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, man. I was like, I was like, what is it? I graduated high school mm-hmm. going into college. So it was somewhere in that. Man, I don't remember, man. Oh, yeah, so you like do. You yeah, liar. No, no, I don't. <laughs> Everyone I don't remember remembers the exact... when they lost it, Richard. I don't because I remember. Because I remember, I thought. Cause I remember, like as a dude, I thought I was super old. Mm-hmm. So I tried to pretend like it wasn't my first time. Uh, so I remember. No. I remember. I remember trying to make it like a thing because but you were probably oh, horrible. Yeah. Oh, but this is my thing. It's like this is gonna sound so dumb. <laughs> but I remember, like in high school, I used to read like uh... penthouse. <laughs> no, I used to read like Playboy. Tantric art books. Oh, like Kama uh, Sutra? Yeah, I used to read like tantric art books. And so like so Oh, it sounds so embarrassing. It wasn't that I was just trying I was just trying to pro because it was my first time, so I was trying to prolong long enough that right. it wouldn't be too bad. You know right. what I'm saying? I was trying to get I think I was trying to get to like seven minutes. So like, did you hit seven minutes? Oh, seven I, I, minutes. I, th- I think I pulled it I feel off. Like that's a long time. For your I, first yeah, time. for your first time. So I was trying to pull yeah. it off, but it's also really one of those things. That's super. But long, I don't yeah. think it was. I don't think it was good at all because it's like those times of like you're going. Then you take that. You take that long pause, and you just try to like do other stuff, and then trying to wrap up. And so it was like, yeah, in my head, I can't think of it being <laughs> pleasurable so for her. Annoying. So it was like, I can't think of it being pleasurable <laughs> for her. I, I made the I time. I hate when mark. guys do that. It's like just fucking it, no. learn how to hold it. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was like, I was like, ah. ah. So it was not, but this movie made losing your virginity like so. It was with your best friend that you loved, but you didn't say it yet. Yeah, you know, I was like, oh, that was cool. So right. you were nineteen, Jonathan. How old are you? Still got it. Wait, what? For real? For real? <gasps> no. Yeah, man. Y'all know I'm Christian. <laughs> I know, but I still, like, I'm Christian. Christian. I, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, Good yeah. Good for you, man. Oh, thank you. I'm 26 years a, old. I thought she was a hoe. Just to remind. <laughs> I'm not going to I thought Bill I was a hoe. I'm not going to get into the specifics. <laughs> I'm not a full okay, 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 I get virgin. It. I got you. But, yes. I got so you've you. done, like, everything but. Yeah. I, I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Who cares? We're learning. Yeah. My parents are definitely listening to this Oh, podcast. gotcha, gotcha. Oh, okay. Oh, 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 okay, um, okay, 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 okay. Um, no, man, but that's I feel like as a, as a, as a man, I feel like that's you such a... You're Russell Wilson. That's great. Yeah. You're in oh, a good class of people. Thing. Thanks, yeah. guys. No, I mean, dude, I mean, like, as, like, I told you, at 19, I felt, like, terrified that I hadn't had sex yet. Yeah. yeah. I felt, I was legit, like... Worried, like, oh man, yeah. I'm gonna get made fun of if I tell like oh. the girl. Like, I just felt like it was just a thing. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. like, well, like yeah. I guess I mean, like my first kiss was like we were saying it was in like college, and then any time that I kissed someone, I never was like, oh, I've never like really kissed a girl. Before. Yeah, that's yeah. 
So anything that I anything that I did, I it was at a time where people thought I should know how to do this already. Uh, did you have a magic PB? Did you have a magical like uh, losing your virginity? Do you have a magic what? A magical losing your virginity? Was it like? I mean, I don't know if I would call it magical because it like. <laughs> Magical. Was, <laughs> no, I'm saying some people have that. Did a fairy come down and annoyed you? <laughs> no, was it, it wasn't like, you know, a boyfriend for like three years or whatever. And, and then I was like, like take, take, yeah, it wasn't yeah. like that. But like, it was like a very, it was very, really, he's a really nice guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll see him like every once in a while. Like, mm-hmm. it, but yeah, it was like a really super sex positive first, ex, first experience. So yeah, I think I have a pretty healthy outlook. Because in this movie, Sanaa Lathan, like, she chose, like, basically, when they were having sex, she was like, yo. It's so great. It's so feminist and and baller. Absolutely. But I feel like dudes like that, too, though. It's like, I I feel like if a woman is taking charge, it's like, cool. Like, like, I'm, you know, I'm a roll with the punches here. So you want to go to be like, come on. No, I mean, my thing is, it'd be cool. Yeah, it's like. She, she, it's like she's running the show. It's right. not just like me being. Yeah. So I feel like sometimes as a dude, sometimes like we not become aggressive, but like we become like leading everything. Where it's like, yo, man, let's. This is a partnership. Let's let's time share this. Right. Like, time you know, like I'm gonna do my job share. when it's time, but you can set me up to clock in. You yeah. know, like let's do this together. <laughs> so, um, the strip basketball scene. Oh, that oh, amazing! That's great. So good. So uh, good. <laughs> the perfect. The blend of love and basketball. Perfect, man. The perfect blend. And the thing is, they both were like attractive people, like Sonata Lathan, even though they try to make her like a tomboy. Yeah. But like, she was like gorgeous. And it's like just seeing them yeah. like strip. I'm like, man. I mean, first off, that scene where like they're making her look pretty for the dance early in the movie, I'm like, basketball players are hot. Okay. Uh, yeah, what's the basketball player now? Oh my God. What is her name? Uh, there's, a, there's a female basketball player right now. Um, she's kind of young. Howard, just kidding. <laughs> No, I, Brittany. I, like, no, 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 Brittany. Brittany Griner. I don't know her name. Yeah, she's like the seven foot. But from, yeah, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. her. But there are a couple from Baylor um, and cuties. What is this girl? Um, she's super hot. I'm gonna figure out her name. But like, which also like also I mean, so that was great, and then and then it matched amazingly with the end of the film where they're playing for his heart or whatever. And uh, and Gerard, did you? Oh, cry? okay. All right, guys. So yeah, man. It, like it's like, but I, okay, like I, like the best I, way I have to talk about this though. The best was that Gerard when we were watching this movie before. You watched, oh, you like, guys watched it together? No, no, no we didn't watch it. We I, didn't I, watch I, it together. But like when we picked this movie and Gerard started watching it, he texted me and he was like, he was like, "Yo, man, I ain't got a girl over here." I was mad because he was like, mad at me because he wanted to have a girl over to watch this movie with. Yeah, it was so emotional. Well, no, because the thing is, I realized, like, watching it, because, again, like, every black woman I know is like, you got to watch something. That's what, and I put it off for so long, and so I had to watch this movie, like, early in the week, because I was home by myself, and it's like, instantly, I'm talking about after they started wrestling, I was like, damn, man, I'm watching this by myself. Aww. And I almost, I almost, 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 like, sent the text out, but I was like, that's messed up, because I'm just, like, sending out feelers. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, you got you to tweet at Black Man Podcast. You know, listen, you got <laughs> to watch Love and Basketball with your eyes you know? so you can feel fulfilled. Hell yeah. But no, the, like, the part, <laughs> the part, I'm not going to lie, I did tear up. Because, like, but I cry. I'm like, I'm a grown man. I can cry. But, like, why the part. Why are you getting part, mad at me all of a sudden? I'm saying, I'm saying I looked at you. I don't know why I looked at you. I don't know why I looked <laughs> at you. He's real mad. But, like, <laughs> just so you know, though, I don't cry that much. I do. I mean, look, really? I, cry, I really man. don't. I have no emotions. I cry, I'm off, I cry often. I cry often. <laughs> but when she's like, when she when when they get aggressive and then he just starts winning, 
And because uh, I never saw the movie, so I thought like this. This is one of those movies that it could end on a sour note, it, right. like because it's that yeah. realistic. It could. It was that, man, it was getting real depressing. It was for getting a real. It was getting real yeah, real. Like she was like she got went in with her mom, and her mom was like went in on her, but it was like back and forth. You're like, man, this. I don't know. Like if they're both messed up, like mm-hmm. like him and his dad, and like she like quit like playing out there because she wanted to play, but she was so lonely. Mm-hmm. Like, not just because of no She came guy, back to work in a bank. Family or friends. Yeah, she came back to work in a bank. He got injured. Yeah, this movie seemed... And then, like, that was a really emotional scene, so... And then she... And then he wins, and, like, she's, like, just sad as hell, and he's like, what about double or nothing? Double or and nothing. I was like, oh! And the thing is, I felt like I was... In a movie, you know, how sometimes you go see a movie and it's like people just screaming. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, we did it! We did it! Yeah. You're not an asshole." Yeah. Because yeah. up to that point, he was up to dick. that point, he was a dick. Yeah. Like he was, <laughs> to be honest, like he was a dick. Like even like when she came back and they saw each other again, right? He's like, "What are you doing? I haven't seen you." Blah blah blah. He pointed out every time he contacted her, she denied him. His girlfriend, Tyra Banks, fiance, shows up. He barely introduces her. It's like, yo, like this dude's an asshole. Then he stalks her for a little bit. It's like, man, what the. You crazy? <laughs> so wait, were you happy that what she got with him? At the I time? mean, the thing is, I was happy because I felt like that was one of those instances where, and I feel like this happens a lot. I feel like women upgrade men, and it's kind of vice versa. Not necessarily. I feel like sometimes men don't always yeah, raise men, their women up. Men downgrade women. I feel. I, I mean, but the thing is, I feel. I feel like. <laughs> I feel like it's true though, because you touched on it earlier. It's like women are expected to like you know support the man, where like men actually don't do it to the women. So mm-hmm. I feel like in a relationship. Women will upgrade a dude, right. and I feel like it's very rare that a man will upgrade a woman. Like usually, the woman comes in higher status, like emotionally, like education. It's like she's usually better than him, mm-hmm. and it was good to me because it's like this dude wasn't better. Like he wasn't better than her. No. She's a better basketball player. Yeah. She was a smarter person. I feel like him... I don't know. If she's a better basketball player than him. Though. No, I they, think they were no. same. He was kind of better. I think he was a little bit better. Oh, okay, but but he just injured himself. Yeah, but he didn't get. But he also didn't get any clock. Is what they kept pointing out. It's like he should have stayed in college. Um, I guess he came out. He's too tiny. But she fought. So, but it was like she fought for that relationship. She fought for everything. Like Mm -hmm. he, you didn't get the sense that he had to fight as much. His dad was an NBA player. Yeah, I get that. He kind of had that thing going. So, like she had to fight for everything, and it was like seeing that. It's like oh, men can see themselves in her. Mm -hmm. You know, just as like and women had an amazing like one of like the very few like role models to be like, oh, this is a woman who's fighting for everything. Whereas typically you usually see men are the ones who are, like fighting for things where she had to fight for that relationship, mm-hmm. even though, you know what I mean? So I thought that was great. There, there was, yeah. and, and this movie was the first time I realized that I didn't even realize like the WNBA wasn't a thing until like 96. It wasn't, it wasn't when this movie, when she That's first so, wrote it yeah, when and she shot it, wrote it, the WNBA didn't, didn't exist. exist. She so had to she go had to back change the ending, it. which yeah. was a, much happier ending because it was like a happier like oh great now the WNBA finally you're, it was like this little tiny subplot of like women who were great at basketball had to go overseas so that mm-hmm. they could actually be respected and like earn the money that they like should be making mm-hmm. even and even and that it's not even true like they're still making less than men but like they were stars but they right? were stars they, they at least were got got to play on a professional level whereas like it was just like women just had to play college ball and then the, and you don't get paid for that and then after that you're done and it was like very like subtle it was like just it was in that conversation yeah. between her and her rival when they sat which is so yeah, interesting before. because it was just like oh, the Sidra? two of them yeah. yeah they were just sitting down talking 
You know, and like briefly, the scene starts with them talking about have you had sex with any dudes here, but it goes into like just playing ball and life after college, which I thought was really cool. Right. It started off talking about a dude. Even the scene with uh, Sanaa and her mom started off talking about a dude, but it morphed into like their relationship. Right. So it was good seeing Sanaa's character have a relationship with her mom, with other women, yeah. the other women, and then also like her sister. Yeah. And then like you know, there yeah. was that one other girl in the in the college who said she was going to go to international and she was like didn't know if she wanted to mm-hmm. because yeah. she just didn't know if she wanted to leave her family and friends behind you're like yeah. man that's, that's, that's real that's such a hard decision for to force somebody to make you know what i mean yeah. it's a weird thing cool so we're gonna get into the swirl <laughs> oh yeah let's talk about this swirl y'all uh, phoebe. Uh, this is the thing this is the you thing. gotta explain what the swirl all right is so phoebe. listen uh phoebe the swirl is a, a segment i like to do every week okay. because i feel like black men are in movies and sometimes I feel like we're attractive people, you know? And I feel like we're never considered, like, a sex symbol. So it might be a movie where, you know, you got Eddie as the lead. It's a beautiful white woman in the, in the movie. And she and she does not have sex with Eddie. I need to see them right. have sex, hug, dry hump on camera. Okay, what you're saying is you just want to... Because there are tons of black movies where the black guy is obviously the sex symbol. Yeah, so you, you, you just want to see a white lady fuck I want, a black I want dude. a white lady to fuck a black dude <laughs> without it being her wanting to fuck a black dude. You know what I'm saying? I want her to be like, oh, I'm trying to get a taste of chocolate today. I want her just to fuck this dude because he's attractive. You know? Right. Got it. So I do this every week um, to see, like, oh, if the lead has uh, a hot white chick um, as his co star, does he have sex? In this movie, Love and Basketball, because a love story, there is no white women really in it but the coach of uh, Sonata's right. team. But I feel like there is a perfect scene for him to have sex with a white woman. So. <laughs> Let's Maybe, travel back. Baby's looking very good. What's this scene? Let's travel back in time, okay? <laughs> so, during the movie, uh, 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 Quincy, Quincy, uh, yeah. Omar, Omar Epps' character, like, he finds out his dad's cheats. So now he goes, he goes to Sanaa, Sanaa's not like, she, she's focused, she has a curfew, so he goes out to a club, and he sees so you want other, him to go hit me out. Oh, hit me out. So, God. like, he goes out, and he's trying to make, he's trying to make Sanaa jealous. So he finds this other black woman who is a great actress. She's also in Best Man and all that good stuff. But to me, it's like you, to me, to make a black woman mad, you fuck a white girl, okay? I, I feel like I feel like that's what you do. So I'm gonna make my, I'm gonna make my, 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 my black women mad. I'm gonna go out and find no, not just a white woman. I'm gonna find a big booty blonde white woman. And I feel like he could have went to the club. Found his found his Iggy Azalea, okay. Took her home. You know and her you know what? butt is fake. Listen, listen. It don't matter at a certain point. She just point. want a, a white chick who's trying to look like a black chick, I mean, but listen. still has white skin. That I mean, says listen. way more about you. No, hear me out. No, hear me out. Else. Hear me out. My thing is, if you were having sex with a white woman, he could have found her in that club. Mm-hmm. They could have went back, and mm-hmm. instead of going to breakfast in the morning, he could have had her make French waffles or something. Like, French, oh, do you want some of these French waffles? What the hell are you talking about? Do you want? Do you want? Do you French want some of these French waffles? Yeah, you mean French Shut toast? Up. No, no, I want there French waffles. There are French toast <laughs> and there are Belgian waffles. French <laughs> toast and <laughs> Belgian waffles. You, ain't ha- you ain't never had no French waffle? What are you? There is no such thing as a French waffle. You haven't had a French waffle? No, there's no a such French thing waffle, as a French, French, French waffle. waffle. A French waffle is a little bit flatter than a Belgian waffle. It's a little bit. It's like it's like a Waffle House waffle or a Roscoe chicken waffle. No, that makes sense. You're talking about some fake ghetto waffles. It's a little bit wider. It's a little bit wider and you can eat more of them. It's like French waffle. Waffle is absurd. A buttermilk French waffle. She made that buttermilk French waffle. So now I'd have been like, I ain't eating this shit. Oh, All right. And my then she walked out. And then, and then, and then Quincy would have been extra fucked up. Mm-hmm. 
for having sex with the uh, white girl and getting a French waffle because it's not a Belgian waffle <laughs> and it's, you could have made pancakes. All right, you know what? I'm, <laughs> I'm tired of listening to drop. This is Phoebe. absurd. Phoebe, can you do can you Oh, do Phoebe, you want to do a swirl? If you want to do a swirl, can you do a swirl for Sonia? Because she is she the actual did, star of this She film. did a swirl in uh, something new. Yes, but I'm talking about this movie. Let's talk about this movie because... I think there's perfect. There's no white men in the movie. There's no white men movie, but Sinatra invented a white woman in this movie. Oh, I, I, could be like, I know what she could have sex with. Where could uh, she have had sex? I think she could have had sex with a white man in this movie. I think so, too. I think she could have did it when she was in, uh, in Dick Spain. Dick Vitale? She, when she was in Spain. Dick she, better not, she better not fuck Dick Vitale. <laughs> she better not. Could you imagine that? He had fucking announced the whole thing. Oh, oh baby! Oh baby, we're doing oh, it! Look at that type of dandy! Oh, I'm in! Drop, that is a terrible. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's it! I'm in! Come on, guys, let's do it! Boom, baby! No, we're not doing That's not how we do it. Let me just have her like bang like a hot Italian dude. Yeah, I think she could. I think she could when she was over. I think she could. I'm sure she did. She could have been over in it. No, she said she did. She was like, I ain't feeling these Spanish, man. She could have got a caramel for her. Maybe a little butterscotch. She could have a little caramel. Anyway. Or how about you not specifically try to, and I'm saying someone who's boyfriend, ex-boyfriend, is white, not specifically try to find someone. I mean, I agree with that, but I feel like, I feel like white dudes are taking our sisters, man. To defend her. I love y'all though. I this point. It's, we're just highlighting it because Hollywood actually has a problem showing like a black man and a white woman having sex on screen. Well, okay. It's not a thing, but it's not a okay. race thing. Yeah, there's Let's many sex scenes. Let's just talk about the movie Hitch. He didn't have. They did not. Oh, for a second, I thought you were going to talk about Hancock, and I was like, did Yo. James III no. get to this woman? No, they did not want Will Smith to have a black Boom. female. Yes, love that interest. is true. That is true. So. That they were true. like, "We'll give you Cameron Diaz because she looks white, even though she's." Wait, wait, wait! It, it was, it was, it was Eva Mendes. It was yeah, Eva Mendes. Right, but they were initially courting yes. Cameron Diaz. Yeah, they were trying to get Cameron Diaz. They, and they didn't want her. They didn't want her to be white. No, they, they didn't want. They didn't want a black man and a, a black oh, woman. A black, a black woman. woman. So they were like, you, "We can't. We're not going to look right. at any black." Which actresses. is another because there's so many freaking race problems in Hollywood. Yeah. Also they didn't want a black woman because they, if there was a black man and a black woman in the lead, then that's a black film. Nobody's going to want to watch. And nobody wants. That's what happened out of time. We spoke about. Sanaa Lathan, who's also an out of time. Sanaa Lathan, uh, basically, even Mendez's character in that movie was supposed to be a black woman. I don't know if it was going to be Sanaa Lathan, but because of the same thing, they're like, oh, we can't have uh, uh, Denzel and so like, someone else. So we get replaced by these fucking Latina chicks. Yeah. 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 Look at all the music videos now. Thing. They're all Latinas yeah. and white know, ladies. Yeah, that's true. And, but now, I mean, you know, Latinas have their own problems. They, they got yeah. their own problems. got to try, right. you know, but th- that's it. There, it's this. That's that intersectionality of freaking racism yeah. happening in Hollywood. There's all these things. You're just like, damn, like, man, we got, man, how, man, we got so much to work in. Well, I know. So, it's, 2015. It's, it's crazy because the thing is, even thinking about it right now, it's like, yeah, we're talking about black women and black men in this movie. But like, again, I bring it up. Like, what movie has two Asians led? Like, do we have an Asian superstar, male or female, in I America? I think the closest is um, that Ang Lee movie. Either that came uh, out, Life of Pi. No, no, it was. Uh, I I don't remember the name of it, but I think it initially had like an NC seventeen rating because there was some oh, wow. like racy sex scenes. I haven't seen the movie. 
uh, I wish my cell service worked on it, but if you IMDb angly, it'll be. Yeah. Because that's my thing well, is like, means, you got, I mean, I feel like, Dog Millionaire, yeah. but that's not, I mean, that was. Oh my God, that, was, that movie was so good. No, that movie was so good. But the thing is, it's, it's tricky because like, I feel like, that's I feel like true, in the black man. community as well, we have a lot of things just to work on amongst ourselves, just like right. color wise. Because I feel like we're very color oriented right. in our community. It's like, yeah. like I always talk about like growing up is like black girls didn't like me because they want a light skin dude so they can have good hair. Uh, Wait, like babies, tiger? huh? Not crouching tiger head. No, nah, not no. Tiger. Give me your phone. Uh, oh, lust caution. Yeah, that's the movie. Lust yes. caution. Yes, I've never seen. Oh. I've never that is, heard of that. But none of them, the leads are like superstars. But mm. it was like two right. agents. Yeah, because it's and crazy having like yeah, an angry had to intense do sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Angry had to do it. Um, okay. We're not talking about Hancock. <laughs> no, we're never. James is here. We're not talking about that. James the third. So you're just mad because on Scandal, Kerry Washington fucks uh, Scott Foley. And another white dude on the and, show. I mean, they're both hot, though. I mean, this is my thing. I'm, like, thing is, don't get me wrong. I'm Ooh. all about interracial dating. My, my only thing that ever is bo- the only thing that's ever bothered me is that I feel like it's always been okay in movies for the white dude to date the black woman, but it's rare that you see the black dude dating the white woman. And it's right. like, I'm not trying to put white women on a pedestal, but to me, it's like, until you see a black man and a white woman together and it's not about race, I feel like we will never see race people as equals. Right. Focus has yeah. happened, but the, that That movie's intense. I should not have seen that with my dad. That was awesome. You still focus with your dad? Yeah, well, it was like where I was home for Fourth of July. And, <laughs> and my dad was like, Oh, I got this from what is it? Uh Redbox. Redbox, yeah, Redbox. And I was like, Oh yeah, I haven't seen those watching. I was like, This is a comfortable. Wow. But I do like that sex scene existed because it had nothing. It was just right. nothing to do about okay. race. We're gonna get to the cause. Oh, Phoebe, you gotta tell people what the cause is. Okay, so this is how we rate our movies mm-hmm. because whatever, these films are great, or some of them aren't. Oh, goodness. Anyway, <laughs> we've done some We've done some films. bad movies. But With um what? like a Tyler movie? Barbershop. Barbershop's fun. So listen, oh, we're going to talk about the cost. Oh, I, I mean, it's it's like it's like a movie you can watch on like a lazy yeah, yeah, yeah. Saturday. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah what I mean? that's what I mean. I get it. I get it. So, um, but we review these films on the cause. Cause being uh, promoting leading black actors in Hollywood in films that are one major motion pictures, not independent films. We understand that Spike Lee freaking. Champions everything. He championed this movie, but New Line Cinema also picked it up. Um, And also, they're not like FUBU films, meaning like they're not supposed to be films that are only marketed towards black audiences. They're like universal type films. So we do either a Black Fist, which is like hundred, like hundred percent thumbs up, up. I guess. Uh, A White Palm, like halfway, I guess, and then or nothing. (laughs) So. On the count of three, we're going to throw up either what you felt like this film, how this film helped the cause. Like, did it fully help the cause? Did it kind of help the cause? Did it not help the cause? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Great. So on the count of three, we're going to throw up either a fist, a palm, or nothing. Ready, Jarrah? I'm ready, man. Phoebe? Mm-hmm. James, our producer? He's Great. ready. <laughs> He's ready. Here we go. One, two, three. Oh, Ooh, we got three black fists. That's three black fists. We got three black fists. So of course, exciting. that's right. Man, we really get <laughs> three Listen black here, fists. Of course, we're going to do three black fists. I'm going to go first. I gave this movie a black fist because, first of all, Gina Prince Bythewood. I hope I'm saying her name right. Prince I Bythewood. Think you are. I, think, yeah. I think that's. Thank but you. she is a boss. She's a yeah. boss. This, mm-hmm. this woman is incredible. It is such a crime that she 
has to fight so hard to make her movies. She kind of doesn't care about it because she's like, she's a fighter. She's going to do it no matter what. She likes fighting for putting, you know, making these types of films. Yeah. But she's like, she's a, she's a boss to women and she's a boss to minorities, uh, especially black folk. She's putting black people in, in their in movies. She's giving them chances that other studios like won't give them. She's fighting for them specifically. She actually tweeted at Netflix recently. Oh yeah, because yeah. they were they were throwing shade to Beyond the Lights. Yeah, they like Wait, Beyond the Lights. Like if you like if you like liked Beyond the Lights, it was like more like this, and it was like black movies. Like oh. instead of like she was like, why isn't this like with like Notting Hill or other romantic? You know what I mean? Like, uh, or like sports drama kind of thing. They were like putting her, it was like the only things that other films had in common were that they had an all black cast. Oh, that's yeah. messed up. Which, but that's like how, that is what happens. Like Hollywood and people in their minds, they just see that. It. It's just like, it's, we have programmed, Hollywood has programmed us to think like, if I see a movie, if I see a movie poster and it's all black people, oh, that movie's for black people. It's not for me if I'm white, mm. which is messed up. Like, to think like, oh, maybe that movie, who knows what that movie's about if just because you're seeing black faces or faces that are not white doesn't mean that the movie is not for white people. Um, anyway, so, but this movie, and this movie was just so excellently done. There were so many great moments in it. I love the fact that it was middle-class black families. I love that the fathers were there, that even even though that one father cheated, like, they were still there. Like, they had, like, and it wasn't like this, like, tr- these tropes that, like, I think one of the reasons when she was trying to make this movie it was hard for her to get made because they told her, so many studios told her, this movie isn't uh, hard and or it's not, it's too it's, soft. Yeah. yeah. And she was like, what does that mean? Oh, it's too soft because you're not talking about like gang violence and bull, you know what I mean? Like, oh, this yeah. isn't Boys in the Hood. The only black films that we can promote are films that talk about gang violence and like living in the urban, like poor areas. Like, mm-hmm. so anyway, so, um, and it wasn't like real, <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, anyway, that's why I gave this movie a fist. Phoebe, what'd you think? Why'd you do it? This is all that stuff. No, it was just it was really well done, and it's a moving story, and all the characters were three dimensional. Uh, it was a really good drama that makes you laugh sometimes. Yeah. I don't know, it was just like really cool, kind of like one of a kind story that you haven't seen sure. before that, and haven't really seen since. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, that's why I gave it a fist because I was like, this is just a movie about two people I feel like race I mean it might have been one or two comments on it maybe but I can't think of any right now so it's like yeah, it, barely, it didn't it didn't play any point in this movie nope. it had a uh, black female director which I mean in all honesty it's it's crazy to me that I only can really think of three black female directors right now and it's like that, that's, that's sad yeah. as hell because this movie was a hit when it came out it was a big deal I mean if you look at the people in this movie just as side characters Tyra Banks is in this. Boris Cujo's in this movie. Gabriel, um, Gabriel Union. Gabriel Union's in this movie. And then, uh, I'm, I feel so bad for not remembering her name, but the woman that Omar Epps, I guess, cheats with. Oh, yeah, uh, she was in Best Man Holiday. Yeah, Have like, you seen that? I haven't. I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. I cried a lot. But, like, she's, like, she has been in a bunch of movies, and it's just mm-hmm. interesting to me that, that you know, it it was such a hard fight for her to get this movie made. And still, I feel like she had to fight to get Beyond the Lights made in 2014, which is crazy. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I just, I just like that this movie just had... I, I like this and I was the lead. And it didn't make her into the, the girl who acts like a dude. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people do that to make it edgy. It's like, oh, no, she just wants to play ball. She just wants to be one of the bros. It's like, no, she played ball. 
but then she also had emotions. And then Omar Epps, even though his character started off as a dick, I feel like towards the end of the movie, he actually grew. Mm-hmm. And it was good to see, like, I mean, because as a man, like, if you would have met me when I was first in New York, I was an asshole to almost everybody. And it's like, yeah. you, you learn shit, you know? And I'm, I'm happy he learned, and I'm happy that it was a point where, like, her fight for him, he could realize it at one point, and it was like, I'm happy she kept fighting, and I'm happy he understood at one point that, like, man, I'm, I need to listen to this woman, you know? And I also love at the end of how he's in the audience while she's playing yeah, basketball. Yeah, exactly, with the kid. And he's watching their babies. Yeah. Like, Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Watch that kid while I go yeah. work. Bye. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, that's true. And it's, it's like, 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 mm, realize that it was technically he, it's three black dads in this movie. <laughs> three black dads. Three black dads. And even the dad that cheats gave a fuck about it. So he really cared about his son, yeah. even though he messed up. So it's good to see. I mean, some people got dads, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a thing. Yeah, that's right, man. Um, cool. Phoebe, thank you. Thank you so much you for coming, for coming out. out. I hope you guys enjoyed me. Oh yeah, my girl, goodness. you gotta stop playing. <laughs> we, I like are you this. kidding me? This episode's probably like an hour and a half. Because and I'm excited so about it because we all we learned about experiences. Yeah, you know exactly. It was good. Um, yeah, absolutely. Because um, you know, man, we we three three black dudes talking about this stuff, but we need some more sisters in this place talking. And we also, I fully support other podcasts being made that talk about these issues. And like like we said, like we brought up like Asians, Latinos, like. There are we're dealing with one specific issue because that's our perspective. That's yeah. where we're coming from. But we do acknowledge and know that there are other fights that are happening simultaneously. All those fights need to happen at the same time. So right. Um, right now, let's get to some plugs. Some plugs. Coo, coo, coo. So Phoebe, would you like to plug anything? Sure. Um, so the third Wednesday of every month at Union Hall in Brooklyn, Jessica Williams from The Daily Show and I run a stand-up show at 8 p.m. Uh, so you guys should come out to that. Yes. That sounds um, amazing. What's it called? It's called Blaria, but okay. we're going to change the name because we have some stuff in the works I can't talk about yet. Ooh. Oh, okay. Um, but there is a big birthday show that we're doing because uh, I turned 31 on September 28th. Oh, snap. So we're going to have like a huge birthday show at the Bell House. Are we invited? I know. Can we come? Yes. Um, she, oh, she, she, at first she was like, uh... Yeah. <laughs> no, of course you guys have come. Um, so tickets have not gone on sale for that yet, I don't believe. But mark your calendar, September 28th, 8 p.m. at the Bell House, me, Jessica Williams, special guest who can't list, Ooh. and then other people. Oh, that sounds hot. Yeah, it'll be fun. Great. And also I have a book coming out next year. Oh, get oh out. congrats. Uh, thank you. And can people follow you on Twitter? Yes, at P. Robinson Comedy. P. Robinson comedy. I hate that. I hate it, but (laughs) someone took Phoebe Robinson, didn't they? It's like some Asian girl has Phoebe. Oh, that's not real. Come on, (laughs) these Asian girls taking our. I know. (laughs) Asian girls taking (laughs) our Twitter. Jarrah, uh, you got anything to plug? Uh, you know, I, I'm not good with social media, so um, all you, I ask, all so I ask, terrible. is that if you see me in the street, oh, you know, I'm saying, if you see me in the street, uh, just ask me, you know, hey, would you have for breakfast this morning? Why would you? So why did you have a French waffle? Uh, I listen. I listen. I didn't <laughs> have a French waffle this morning. Uh, I got here really early for this taping, so I got a steak and eggs. But um, if you see me, you know, why did you say that sexually? Well, I, I, I didn't say and sexually. You, I did. And you like hell eye contact. You 
Drop your voice. You're like, with our original Jonathan over here. I wasn't trying to. I wasn't trying to say that. You're trying to seduce him, man. I wasn't trying to say it in such a way. I was trying to say. All right. So, Gerard, for whatever reason, is bad social media. James, what are you. Oh, he oh and did I call it. you James? It's the first time. Oh, I'm sorry. It's I called okay. you another black man that's not here. Um, <laughs> so, you guys can follow me on Twitter at John Braylock. That's J O N B R A Y L O C K. Uh, JohnBraylock.com. I got some videos up. That's where my shows are. Me and Gerard, Gerard always forgets to talk this, perform on a, a UCB Upright Citizens Brigade uh, Theater uh, a Lloyd team. Uh, Lisa from school. Lisa from school, the East Village. That's every other Wednesday. So you can check UCB's website for that. That's also New York. Um, and uh, that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, but you guys can follow us on Twitter. Oh, and you can follow us on Twitter at Black Men Podcast. Oh, oh, and don't forget... Um, or Instagram, Black Men Podcast. Don't forget the hashtag, though, if you're on, um, um, on Twitter... Uh, for Giraffe, because I am single, so if y'all are trying to get coffee and we can talk about movies, people you know, don't do it. So if you, if you're, I never, I never, felt, he I never, 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 but uh, we need to keep it up. So if you guys can please rate and review us on iTunes, um, tweet at us, like all this stuff. It's, yeah. It'll be it'll be so helpful, and and we love to hear from you. We love to hear how you guys are uh, uh, enjoying it, and what other movies you want us to do, and all that good stuff. Okay, hold up. Hold oh, up. what the hell? Hey, James up, Third. <laughs> yeah, where'd you come from? I well, I. Just, I had a feeling that you guys were going to get my plugs wrong, so I just needed to show up. So you just came at the end? I just came at the end. Yeah, Phoebe isn't here anymore. Phoebe left. I'm going to take care of this, though. We recorded um, your plugs wrong. Well, yes. So these are, these are where you can find me online. James Third Comedy. Okay. All social media. JamesThirdComedy.com. Third is 3RD. I thought There's your name no, was James the Third. That is my name. But online, <laughs> it's just James Third. Just James. There's no the. I'm the, confused. What? This is not confused. Stop no. confusing the <laughs> listeners. <laughs> this is not confusing at all. James Third Comedy. James Three RD. Three RD Comedy. Yes. Great. Any other plugs? That's it? That's it. That's all I have. Cool, man. Guys, next week we are mm. doing the, our first Sydney Portier, Portier. Portier. film. Portier. Uh, in the heat of the night. Yes. In oh. the heat of the night. Can I, can I do the famous line from it? No. No, you can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do it in the episode next week, but next week we have a very special guest. Wait, we got a guest next week, too? We got a guest next week, too. And we are going to tell you right now who it is on the count of three. Are you guys ready? I mean, I, I don't know if I can do it. I feel the pressure. Building. I'm ready. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> One, two, three. Keegan, Keegan Michael, Michael. Guys, Keegan Michael Key from Key and Peel. We got Key on the show. Key. We got Key. From Mad TV, from Fargo. Man, they do a pitch perfect. Two upcoming movie. Keanu coming out in Mm -hmm. April. Made an appearance on Wet Hot American Summer, the new ones. 
What, that no, was peel. peel. Oh, that was you peel. racist. You so racist. That's say the good. same to me. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say that to Key. Uh, so yeah, Keegan Michael Key is going to be on the show. So tell all of your friends. Yes. Let them know. Let them know. It's a very special Black Man Cancer. And it's one of the longest episodes we've ever Oh, heard. but it's good. It's all good it's stuff. All, good. all right. So in the heat of the night, check it out. You, you know, you can pay for it legally on like Amazon or iTunes. I mean, or you could or illegally. There's an illegal YouTube version. That is still I'm just, pretty good. I'm just is saying. Is the whole thing illegally a, on YouTube? It, the whole it, thing the whole thing's pretty illegally on YouTube. Why did I? But 1967. I, I mean. told you it was on YouTube. <laughs> all right, let's get out of here because we've been. <laughs> all right, thank you guys. We'll see you next week. With Key. That was a headgum podcast.